energy giant AGL has posted a billion-dollar half-year loss as it shuts down its fossil fuel power plants amid the race to renewables. The company has pledged to exit coal well ahead of schedule by 2035, but it's warning that higher generation costs will be passed on to its customers. While AGL has cautiously backed the federal government intervention to cap prices, it says that that could rattle big investors who will be needed to bankroll the costly transition to renewable energy. AGL's chief executive, Damien Nix, spoke to our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Well, Damien Nix, a billion-dollar statutory loss is a rocky start for any new CEO. What's happened? Yeah, hi, Peter. Look, that result is absolutely not unexpected. I mean, it was simply bringing forward the asset closures of Loy Yang by 10 years. But what's important, it sets us up for the future now. And obviously, we've got uh, board in place, management in place, and a very clear strategy after what was a rocky start to the year. Are we likely to see even more losses given the difficulty of the transition? Look, no, I think we are very clear in that is the most likely pathway for us to get there. I mean, we, we've done a huge amount of work to replace that generation, which will both be renewables and firming. Um, we believe we can deliver that over the next 12 years. We have targets in place for both, you know, by 2030 and then out to 2035. For us, it's about now delivering on that strategy, delivering on that pipeline. Will you be the chief executive who sees the transition to renewables through? Look, the, the transition to renewables is is over a long period of time. You know, 12 years is a long time, Peter. Um, we'll see. You've already flagged an accelerated exit from all coal-fired power generation by 2035. Is there a chance that you can do it earlier than that? You know, the, our, our plan is 2035. You know, what is needed right now is a real coordinated approach to delivering this transition. You know, it's not only what we do, it's also what others do in the transition as well. How confident are you that AGL can get enough renewables in place to keep the lights on as traditional coal-fired generation shuts down? Well, and that's exactly precisely the reason why we're saying it's 2035 and it's, you know, it, it's, it's not any sooner because we believe that is the right time and the right trajectory to enable the whole market to deliver on what we need to, to ensure that it's exactly right, keep the lights on, ensure we continue to ma- manage affordability and, and, and ensure the transition happens as you know, smooth as it possibly can, noting it will be bumpy along the way. Consumers are reeling from high inflation and surging interest rates. How confident are you that your operating costs will gradually get lower so there's a bit of relief for households and businesses? You know, ultimately, you know, we are alive to the fact that you know, these inflationary pressures across a whole range of the sector at the moment, and we're obviously very alive to the fact that you know, energy affordability is a big part of that. So we'll continue to ensure that we provide the right support for our customers that need that support. You've noted that electricity sales are down because of more generation from rooftop solar. Are we going to see that trend continue and, and will that cut into AGL's bottom line? Look, we'll absolutely continue to see uh, renewable penetration in this market, incl- including solar, but that is all part of the transition. So those customers that take up solar and battery, it's how we you know, help them manage that and get the most value possible for those customers through this transition. You're pretty cool cautious about government intervention with the National Energy Price Relief Plan. Now, that's helped lower some wholesale prices, but is it a long-term solution? You know, we, we publicly support the customer rebates. We think that's really important in this uh, high inflationary period. Uh, we support the safeguard me- mechanism, but we remain concerned about the caps on both coal and gas 
more from a perspective of the impact it will have on both business and investment confidence. Well, that sort of emergency government intervention put off local and global investors who you really do need to fund the uh, multi-billion dollar cost of the switch to renewables. Well, look, I think potentially, and that's why we're raising it as a concern, potentially in the short term, it has that impact. But, you know, we'll continue to work with those suppliers, both gas and coal, to ensure that we get the supply that we need. But that, that is some of the concerns we have around market intervention, because you're right, it potentially has the impact of uh, slowing investment in the market. The billionaire Mike Cannon-Brooks is now AGL's biggest shareholder and last year he forced the departure of AGL's chief executive chairman and a few board members putting his own people into the AGL boardroom. So who's going to be calling the shots at AGL, you and the AGL board or Mike Cannon-Brooks? The board has been put in place. The board is now working well with management. We're all in alignment of the strategy that needs to be delivered. Ultimately, we'll all get measured on our ability to deliver that strategy. And and what I would say is, you know, board and management are working incredibly well together because we know the task that's ahead of us. That's AGL Chief Executive Damien Nix speaking with our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan.